Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another episode of Gamecocks Talk with Captain Will. I am your man, Captain Will. Make sure you like, make sure you share, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to Gamecocks Talk with Captain Will so I can continue. I can continue to bring you that gospel, that gospel of Gamecocks every single day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are now rocking with the best. And since you're rocking with the best, come rock with your man, Captain Will. Hey, we got a good one today, y'all. We got a good one today, y'all. We are talking about the South Carolina Gamecocks sitting still at the head of the table, at the head of the table, the front side, the back side, any what, any side you want to talk about, the South Carolina Gamecocks at the head of the table. You are just uh, witnesses to the buffet that Carolina is doing this year. So many teams. So many teams, so many top-ranked teams uh, across the college basketball land has lost. So many teams. Uh, uh, we, we, we the, the, the supposed top teams in the country continue to lose two big, two, two losses, three losses, four losses. But you know who's not losing? You know who is not losing? You know who's not having setbacks? You know who, who, who don't have a, a, a blemish on the schedule? South Carolina. South Carolina has no blemishes on the schedule. 19-07-0 in SEC play. South Carolina is perfect. South Carolina is perfect once again. South Carolina is steamrolling. Steamrolling through this season. Steamrolling through the season. Taking on all comers. And, 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 and we can we can discuss. We can discuss the 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 loss that Mississippi uh, State put on on um, LSU last night. We could, we could discuss that, and, 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 and let's talk about it. let's talk about that. Uh, uh, LSU seems to be in some type of slump. The Dream Team seems to be in some type of slump. I, I don't I don't know what they got going on. I don't know what they got going on. They were so hyped. They were so hyped. They was turned. They was was lit, as the kids say. Or maybe the kids don't say that no more. I still say it. Uh, but but uh, uh, they was lit when um played Carolina last week, Thursday night, ESPN game, twenty uh, twenty hundred hours, eight p.m. for my civilians. They was lit. All you know, all all white white out game, celebrities, all this stuff was going down. And then they lost at home. They lost to South Carolina. With South Carolina not even playing their best, they lost. And then they uh, came out last night on ESPN, what, ESPN 2? And they lost again, back-to-back losses. Back-to-back losses. Mississippi State was led. Mississippi State fans turned up. Mississippi State fans had a great time last night at the expense of LSU. Why is LSU losing basketball games? Why is LSU the best team that God has ever created? 
according to to the to the media and the and the uh, uh, metrics and all this stuff before the season is losing basketball games. Why are they losing? If you watched the game last night, LSU, they they have to play more players. They have to play more players. You got uh, what 12, 13 ladies on scholarship, and you play what six and a half. You have to play more players. Uh, 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 Kim Mulkey has to trust her players. She doesn't. She doesn't trust her players. She don't. She does not trust her players. And what happens against teams with LSU now, they slow the game down. They limit possessions. They make it a a half-court game. And if you're making it a half-court game, LSU's not very good. LSU scores in transition. You limit transition, you got a chance to win the basketball game. You have a chance. And Mississippi State did that. They beat them. LSU is going to have problems with Tennessee. LSU is not the team that the media portray them to be. Kim Mulkey is not the coach uh, uh, that 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 uh, uh, the media is portraying. I know she got her championships. I could, I, I understand that. I got it. But to me, just uh, uh old, old Captain Will. To me, it seems like uh, uh, a great coach is also a great leader. A great coach is also a great leader. And I come from my military gra- background. I know great leaders. I've seen them. I was a pretty good leader myself. I don't want to pat my pat my back too hard. I was a decent leader in the military. But when when you're a great leader, everyone follows you. Everyone follows you. You think all members of LSU is following Kim Mulkey? No. The viral clip that that, that's going out where they're in a in a timeout, and I guess they're trying to draw up a play. And and Haley Van Lith did was clueless about what was being drawn up on the board. Like, what? 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 The transparency uh, of the coaching, of the teaching method for LSU ain't going too right. Ain't going too right. But you know who is? Head coach Don Staley. Head coach Don Staley. She has, she, she, she has the temperament. She has the demeanor to lead these ladies to another Final Four and potentially another championship. The drama that went on with LSU this this uh uh during the season and 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 the turmoil that ain't gonna never happen in no South Carolina. It will never happen to South Carolina, ever. It'd be kept on the wraps if it did happen. Be kept on the wraps. Nobody would ever know that it went down. You wouldn't see all the back and forth with parents and 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 and, and, and kids and all this stuff on social media. You won't see none of that mess at well on a Don Staley coach team. That would never happen. That's what I say. A coach is a leader. A coach is a teacher. We have the best leader. We have the best teacher in head coach Don Staley. I mean, you just look at a resume. And we can talk about no Virginia. We can discuss about Virginia, about what she did in Virginia. But I just want to focus on South Carolina. Focus on South Carolina. Don Staley's been here for 16 years. 16 years. When she arrived on campus, South Carolina 
was not a good program. Was not a good program by any stretch of the imagination. Wasn't. Was not a good program. She changed, and that's the buzz. The buzz word is culture. The buzz word is culture for uh, team sports. She changed the culture. She did. The first two seasons at South Carolina were losing seasons. Yeah. Because South Carolina was a bad basketball team. First season, 10 and 18. Second season, almost 500, 14 and 15. Since that time, since those uh, first two seasons, South Carolina has been winning 84% of their games. 397 and 73. South Carolina. After flipping the team completely, flipping the team completely, and, and, and I hear a lot of uh, uh, comparisons. I hear a lot of stuff, especially when I say the South Carolina uh, uh, head coach Don Staley is the GOAT. When I say she's the GOAT. And I say she's the GOAT because she's the, 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 the uh, Hall of Famer basketball player, Hall of Famer coach. One of the best who's ever done either one. So if you're one of the best who's ever done either one, and I'm talking about man or woman, you put those things together, you're the GOAT to me. You're the GOAT. So, so, but I hear some comparisons about Gino. Here's some comparisons about Gino and the legacies that that uh, that Gino uh, has at UConn. And I can't, I can't front with that at all. I can't front what Gino has accomplished at UConn, not at all. But there's a different level. There's a different era of college basketball over the last five, six, seven, eight years than it was when the only teams it was was UConn. Tennessee, sprinkle in a couple other teams, but those were the dominant programs for college basketball. If you were a top player, you basically went to one of those two programs. It is different now. It is different. There is a lot of competition. There is a lot of parity now in college basketball. There are a lot of young girls out there hooping who are uh, staying local to their to their state, staying local to their city. There are a lot of uh, talent that is being spread out across the board for this country, which makes the, the, the women's college basketball product even better. Even better. Even better. So in this era of NIL, this era of transfer portal, this era of money going here, money going there, players want to uh, transfer out because they're not getting playing time. All these things are happening. All these things are happening. And Gino did what he did for a long time with UConn. But there's been some, some chinks in the armor over these past few years. There's been some chinks in the armor. Because there's more now of parity and Gino isn't as dominant as he once was. But you know who has been dominant? I just mentioned to you that the Gamecocks has won the last uh, 84%. 84% of their uh, 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 of their games uh, in the last 14 years. Last 14 years. And we could talk about national championships. We could talk about the multiple SEC conference uh, 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 tournament championships. We could talk about the SEC regular season championships. We could talk about all those things. All those things. But one key metric that I that I like to say, that I like to talk about is, is of the uh, three out of the last four years, three out of the last four years, South Carolina has more victories 
than anyone. Three out of the last four years. Potentially, this year could be four out of the last five years. South Carolina has more victories. Wow. Three out of the last four years, including the 22 championship, included last year a uh, 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 Final Four uh, appearance and loss, could have potentially went undefeated last year. It also includes that COVID season where it was, what, 30 and one? Three out of the last four seasons, South Carolina has led the country, led the landscape in victories, in wins. That means something. That means you, it doesn't mean that you're going to win every national championship. doesn't mean that every year that South Carolina is going to hang up a banner. It doesn't mean that. What it does mean, what that does mean, it means that every single year, South Carolina will be in the conversation for a national championship. We won in 22. I believe we would have won in 20 if it wasn't for COVID. And I think we would have won last year. And I got and I hear the coulda, wouldas and all that stuff. I hear it. I got it. We lost to Iowa. I got it. I understand. COVID happened. I got it. I understand. Things happen. But three out of the last four years, and we we lead the, the league in victories. Come on now. That's the Don Staley effect. That's the Lisa Boyer effect. That's the Gillette Law effect. That is a lot of victories, y'all. That's a lot of victories. Uh, uh, headlined by the, the coaches said that's a lot of great players getting those victories. That's a lot. More than UConn. More than LSU. More than, and I speak about LSU. I know Bunky only been a couple of years, but but I'm just saying. More than what well, Lisa Mulder. That just is just more victories, more victories, and 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 also a key metric that I like to talk about as well is top three in wins, six out of the last seven years, six out of the last seven years, six out of the last seven years, top three. In victories, I speak on, 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 on the dominance that Carolina has had over the last seven years, and I go back to seven years because I go back to 2017. Go back to 2017. So out of the last seven years, six out of the seven years, Carolina was in the top three in wins. This isn't new to South Carolina. This isn't new to South Carolina of winning. It took some time. It took some time to get over that hump, to create that culture at USC. It took some time. But it is staying here for a long, long time. As long as Coach Staley decides to coach at the University of South Carolina, we are going to always win. Uh uh. ESPN, Fox Sports, uh, any, 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 anybody who, who does a poll, who does a poll, listen to me clearly. Listen to me clearly. You cannot have a preseason poll that doesn't include South Carolina in your top three. 
I do not care who we lose. I don't care. That showed this year when we lost seven players from last year's, what, 36-1 and one team. Seven players, five starters. They decided to rank us number six. And South Carolina has been number one since week two. Because other teams are losing and Carolina is not. Will South Carolina go undefeated this season? I don't know. I don't know. But we'll be in every single game that we play in. South Carolina will not get blown out by anybody on any uh, gym any, anywhere in this country. We won't get blown out. When I say blown out, I mean 10 points or more. That ain't going to happen to South Carolina. There will be no letdowns. There will be no letdowns. Emotion is something powerful. Emotion is uh, uh, something crazy in sports. There was a, a big adrenaline dump after that LSU game Thursday night. South Carolina played on Sunday, struggled some out the gate, and still ended up winning handedly against a good Vanderbilt team. Who would be in the tournament? Okay? Who would be in the tournament? LSU, on the other hand, had that emotional uh, uh, dump as well, had an adrenaline dump after their loss against South Carolina. They played last night, and they lost last night. They lost. How we handle those situations, how we handle those emotions with, with every team trying to knock out, knock off the champ. And I say we the champ because, I, I, I mean, this is why I say we the champ, because we win more than y'all. We And I say y'all, I mean everybody. As long as we win more than y'all, I consider us the champ. We may not win a national championship like we said, like I said before, but we always win more. We're going to lose a game here or there, but we ain't going to lose many of them. We ain't going to lose many games. And LSU, the reigning national champions, but are they the reigning national champions? Are they the really the reigning national champions? Because the last time I checked, the game that I watched last night, Haley Van Lith is a transfer. She won on that team last year. Alexis, uh, 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 Alexis Morris was on that team. She ain't on that team now. Anissa Morrow ain't on that team. She was playing on DePaul last year. Michaela Williams was playing in high school last year. Only players on this team who get minutes that was on that national championship team was Angel Reese and Fly J. So we, we, I mean, the team LSU won the national championship, but this roster ain't no full of, ain't, ain't full of no uh, champions now. Come on, let's, be, let's keep it real. Let's keep it real now. Like I hear the, I hear the people say like, oh, oh, Carolina has been there before, has done this, has went to this hostile environments and this, that, and the third before. No, they haven't. No, South Carolina as, uh, as the University of South Carolina, South Carolina women's basketball program and, and the coaching staff has been there before. But these players ain't been there before. No, because none of these players were starting. None of these players were starting. Ashton Watkins wasn't getting much burn last year. Chloe Kiss wasn't getting much, much burn last year. Breezy Hall. Camila Cardoza came off the bench. Raven Johnson came off the bench. And you talk about the bench, Elijah Fullwiler wasn't here. She was in high school. Tessa Johnson wasn't here. She was in high school. Sonia Fagan wasn't getting no burn last year. That's a whole new team. 
in South Carolina going into a, a, a hostile environment, playing a quality basketball against a quality team, against a sold-out crowd, saying whatever the hell they were saying in LSU. That's why that game in, 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 in at the Mohegan Sun against Utah meant a lot. Neutral court against a good team and new players. That's why that Tobacco Road double-double uh, uh, meant a lot. North Carolina and Duke, both teams, good teams, but our girls was put in a situation where they could get better playing in the environment that was really tough. So this young team is getting better and better athletically, getting stronger, but also they're getting better mentally. That means something going into the tournament. That means something going into the SEC tournament. And it means something going into the NCAA tournament. The first couple games of the NCAA tournament will be in Columbia. And the first couple games will be blowouts. Okay? Then we got to move. Then we got to move. We got to go to a, 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 a site. That is not all garnered in black. Okay. And we got to play basketball. And everybody ain't going to be for South Carolina. Okay. That is big. Getting through these hurdles of these hostile teams in a hostile environment means something. It means something. And we still got Tennessee on deck. We got to go to Tennessee. That game is big, y'all. That is a big game for South Carolina because Tennessee is a good basketball team, especially with Kia Jackson back. That is a big game. Tennessee is getting better and better. And when they play us, it's going to be a good game. It's a game that we potentially could lose. I'm just going to keep it real. It's a game that we potentially could lose because Tennessee is going to be sold out. Tennessee going to be sold out and they're going to be screaming. They're going to be yelling because Tennessee has that culture. They're going to be trying to beat the Gamecocks and we're going to have to play ball. That is a huge game. That is the next really big game for South Carolina. I know we got to play Ole Miss. I know we got to play UConn. I know we got to play those teams, but we're going to have UConn at home. We're going to have UConn at home and we don't lose at home. And you kind of try to throw that little small schedule, a small uh, lineup against South Carolina, they're going to get drugged. They're going to get drugged. I'm just letting you know right now. You put Paige Beckers at the fourth position against South Carolina, Swackers might throw her out in the fourth row. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That, that UConn is a small team, and, and, and they got a whole bunch of injuries, and they come into South Carolina on Super Bowl day. Super Bowl day, the ratings going to be off the chart for that basketball game. The back and forth that Gino and Don potentially could have is going to be amazing. Because you already know that Gino is going to be all sulky. You already know. Going to be complaining about fouls. Going to be complaining about we're too physical. Going to be complaining about we're too tough. All this mess. That's going to be going down leading up to that game, trying to get in the referee's heads all you no know, early on. But at the end of the day, that game is at South Carolina. So I'm not worried about that game per se, 
think it's going to be a decent to good basketball game, but South Carolina will be ready. South Carolina will win that basketball game. The only game I'm worried about on the schedule right now is a game at Tennessee. That's the only game I'm worried about right now. That's the only one. And we, it's a while before we play that game. But Tennessee at home with Rakia Jackson is going to be a good game. It is. You got, you got, you got uh uh Iowa losing basketball games. And Iowa Iowa is a good basketball team. Iowa, Iowa is a great basketball team. They are, they're a great basketball team. You got LSU losing basketball games. You got UConn losing basketball games. Notre Dame, Notre Dame beat UConn like they stole something. I'm just kidding, I'm just keeping it real. They beat them like they stole something. Iowa, if we face Iowa in the tournament, I mean, obviously, I think we're going to win. Obviously, we're going to win the basketball game. We're a better team than we were last year. We're a better team. And, I, and no disrespect to the last year's team. I just think we're a better all-around team than we were last year. And I think that we match up so much better with Iowa this year than we did last year. Okay? And Iowa's not as good as they were last year. Those are the facts. And Iowa's losing games that they shouldn't necessarily lose to, but they're not a deep basketball team either. And, 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 and Iowa, let's, let's just keep it real. Let's just keep it real. Uh, um, Iowa, without Caitlin Clark, is a bad basketball team. Without Caitlin Clark, they're a bad basketball team. If she gets any type of injury, any type of injury, Iowa season is done. If I, if Kayla Clark gets injured in his next game and is out for two weeks, let's say two weeks, I predict they will lose every game in those two weeks. If Iowa had uh, 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 injuries to, to, to their star player, because I ain't going to say star players, because they only got one, their star player, Early in the season, like a a a UConn has had, like uh, uh Notre Dame, Olivia Miles ain't played all season. They ain't gonna play all season. Olivia Miles, uh, Notre Dame's best player last year. She ain't played a single second this season. She'll be back next year. But though the Iowa has been lucky because they played Caitlin Clark so many minutes, they've been lucky that she haven't sprained her ankle, haven't had an injury that kept her out the lineup. But eventually, you play. Because I play the odds. I play the odds. I'm a gambling man. I'm a gambling man. Y'all know that. Y'all follow Cam Will. You already know that. I'm a gambling man. And if, I, if I'm a gambling man, the odds are that injuries are going to happen on some level. I mean, even with our basketball team, uh, Tessa Johnson has sprained her ankle twice. Okay? Uh, 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 Tahina Pow Pow sprained her ankle. Was out a couple of games. Injuries happen in basketball. Very high pace. Very intense, very physical. Injuries happen. Iowa has been lucky so far. How long that luck is going to continue on, I don't know. I don't know. But I hope that we play Iowa. I hope we play Iowa, you know, in the Final Four, Elite Eight. I don't care. But I need, we need to get back. We got to get our lick back against Iowa. We have to get our lick back. At the end of the day, if it's UConn, 
if it's Iowa, if it's LSU, UCLA, Colorado, North Carolina State, any team that you want to talk about, any team that you want to mention, y'all are trying to get a seat at the table. You're trying to get a seat at the table. You're trying to get a seat at the table. And if you might, you might get a seat at the table. Some of y'all might get a seat at the table at the final four. But right now, as we see it on January the 30th, 2024, South Carolina has a seat at the table and Don Staley is the head of the table. It ain't nothing you can do about it. This includes another episode of Gamecocks Talk with Captain Will. I am your man, Captain Will. Make sure you like, make sure you share, make sure you subscribe to to Gamecocks Talk with Captain Will. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, wherever you may get it. Subscribe to your boy, Captain Will. If you want to become a member of my family, go to my YouTube channel, go to the top of the tab on the members Click that button and follow the instructions. You are now, you are now rocking with the best. And since you're rocking with the best, come rock with your man, Captain Will. Let's go. Let's Oh, J-Rock, let this be.